Hello, hello, family. Welcome back to another episode of the Millennial Gems Podcast. I'm your host, K-I-L-L-A, and today, another special guest. Um, known, this is another gentleman I've done met in college who, uh, I can't say that we've had too, too many encounters, but, you know, we've kind of been like, nah. you know, like, you know, in, in and out. It's kind of like here and there, but, you know, we ain't really yeah, had, Yeah, like, we had conversations in passing. Yeah, you know, yeah, and like passing and stuff like that, but outside of that, um, you know, this gentleman here, I believe, like, probably has, like, a little bit maybe quite of a story with this whole trying to figure out, like, you know, I know you kind of going for some, from something from, like, fitness to, like, this whole, like, chef kind of branch you kind of came up with. Um, but we mm-hmm. don't talk about that. So, anyway, just want to introduce y'all to my guy, Darwin Joseph. How we doing today? What's going on, man? Doing great, bro. How you doing? I'm solid. I'm solid. All right. So first thing I always want to ask every guest is, you know, it's called PMB, which is pretty much stands for how are you feeling physically, mentally, and, you know, how your brand, your business is doing, say, maybe over like the last six months, maybe, you know, maybe like the last 30 days in the past week, but you just rate it on a scale of like one to 10, you know, how you've been feeling. You know, ten being absolute perfect, and then one just being absolute worse. How are mm. you feeling? Uh, well, is it like overall or like the separate? Yeah, categories? I mean, yeah, you, like can, you can, you can, you know, you can give like a general rating for like all three of them, or if you want to break them down into, you know, individually, um, you could do it that way as well. All right, word. Uh, so physically, I would say I am probably like a seven, eight. You know, I've been. Working out, doing my thing, going to the gym consistently. Uh, diet could use some improvement, as always. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, you know, I got everything squared away. Mentally, uh, probably around an eight. Um, and the reason being because recently got more into my uh, spirituality, started going to church again, uh, getting my getting closer with God. So that's been helping me out a lot through any like you know personal situations. Uh, business wise, I feel like probably could do the most improvement uh, within the last last six months. Um, I would say I would probably be at like a six point five seven in terms of business. Um, that's mainly because. During the summer months, I was I had another job. I did mo- uh, majority, um, not part time, full time, um, and so that kind of took away from my business a little bit. But you know, once that ended, it was a seasonal job, so that ended around like September, August. Uh, that's when I was able to get get back into uh, cooking and doing things you know that I love to do. And now that I have a part time job, it gives me a lot more time to get everything that I want done. Absolutely. I'm in the same way. Um, so for those tuning in, maybe for the first time, and for those who have, you know, I've watched the past few episodes, you know that this is a self-improvement podcast. So what do you do to help self-improve every day? Like what, what tactics, what resources are you using to help, you know, get yourself 1% better each day? Oh, man, that's a great question. Honestly, I am constantly listening to podcasts, to be honest. Uh, There are multiple podcasts that I tune into. Um, I tune into um, a podcast, um, Tim Ross, The Basement. 
Uh, he's a pastor. I've been tuning into him a lot. You know, like I said before, I just started getting back into my spirituality. So he's kind of helping me focus and pointing me, pointing me into the right direction. Um, in terms of like business and kind of motivation, I tune into, um, what's his name? I completely forgot his name. Um, the motivational speaker. Eric Thomas? Eric Thomas. There you go. I tune into uh, oh, his, yeah. his, his podcast. The Secret yes. to Success podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That podcast right there. They they just preach gems. They drop jewels, you know, all the time. And I once I listen to that, it's like I just want to get up and go and do something, get something done, whether I want to go to the gym or I want to, you know, do something in my business. It just lights a fire under me and those few things right there. And also, you know, I try to read some books. Um, I'm more get, I'm getting back into the reading. I haven't been, if I'm being honest, I haven't been reading lately, but um, I just bought a couple new books. Uh, I got some audio books that I'll be uh, tuning into. So I'm very excited about that. Oh, it sounds solid, bro. Like, I honestly, like, I'm doing the same way with that, with that podcast. Like, every morning, the minute I wake up, first thing I'm doing, I turn on my iPad and, like, I just play maybe just maybe like a, you know, seven, maybe eight to like 10 minute clip of just, just mm-hmm. ET just speaking to me. So it just helps kind of just really gets my brain and my juices going. And then, like, yeah, man, you, they, they drive, they talk that real shit, bro. To be honest, it's like, it's, it's, and it's like, in the gym, that's, that's, it's, it's like, there's like one of like two podcasts I listen to, like them, and there's like another podcast as well. But every time I'm in the gym, like, I don't listen to music no more, like, when I'm in the gym, like, everything yeah. is just all podcast. Same thing when I'm like driving. Well, maybe sometimes when I'm like driving Lyft, I always put on a podcast. But if I'm driving, driving yeah. by myself, you know, sometimes, you know, I, I like to have my music on. But, um, yeah, no, I like feel that, bro. I always just put it like a, a podcast on. Good word. All right, um, so let's go back to um, before we start, before we kind of started this whole, before you started this uh, Chef Black, um, Black's mm-hmm. Kitchen, I should just say, I should say, before mm-hmm. you started Black's Kitchen, what do you, what would you think, like, what was like your direction you were like looking to like head in? Um, for it and like what what I, actually first let me just ask what what did you go to school what, what did you go to school for uh honestly i went to school for psychology but funny enough i actually originally wanted to go to culinary school i didn't go to culinary school because you know how that goes it one school costs more money than the other so you can't afford it so you choose the lesser of the two you know, kind of save about money, especially uh, since my mom was paying for my school and my education, uh, you know, not to burden her with all those extra bills. You know, I took the lesser of the two. Um, and honestly, I didn't mind it at all. Salem State was a great experience. I made great individuals such as yourself. Um, you know, it was a great time. Um, I still talk to some people that I went to school with to this day, um, you know, and I don't regret it at all. Uh, but once I graduated, I went into teaching. So I was a paraprofessional for about a year and a half, uh, close to two years. Um, and then, you know, I kind of just went through a traumatic experience and then decided to, decided that life was just too short. 
I had to go and pursue my dreams. I knew what I wanted to do since I was like 11 years old. You know, not many people have figured out their passion as a child. And, you know, it's like me watching my mom cook, my grandma cook, you know, just standing in the kitchen, just literally just watching them. Uh, I don't know. I didn't know where this innate uh, instinct I had to just want to cook. But, you know, I just sat there, watched. They didn't even really like break anything down to me. I soaked it in all on my own and decided that like, this is something I love to do, you know, even at that young age. So when life kind of took a turn, I just was like, you know what, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna just bet on me and I'm gonna see where this goes. And, you know, that's why I'm right now. It's been like, what, almost two, going on two years now since I started this business. You know, I'm doing everything on my own. I got my LLC. Um, you know, so everything's a learning process. Um, I've had, you know, a few events, um, some days that were successful, some days that weren't successful, but all in all, I'm still trying to push and thrive and, you know, continue to do what I got to do. I know there's a plan. I was actually about to just kind of just segue into that. So I was going to ask, like, tell me about like when, you know, Black's Kitchen kind of, it's just like, it's a light bulb in your head. You're like, all right, maybe now this is something I want to take serious. Like, this is something I want to turn into, like, you know, a business, a brand. Like, when when does that, like, click in your head? Right. Uh, so, actually, before Black's Kitchen, um, I actually did, I was in business with one of my best friends, like, my right-hand man. Uh, we started uh, another, like, cooking business uh, brand, but that didn't really go, like, it didn't really go anywhere, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. Uh, I felt like I was probably more passionate than he was, which is understandable. Uh, you know, he, he just knew how to cook. And, you know, I might, I felt like I was just more passionate about it. Um, so his life kind of took another direction. Still my best friend to this day. But I decided that I'm going to just kind of stick with this because I know, I knew this is something that I love to do. And, you know, just going, going to business for myself rather than just, you know, going in with a partner and like, yeah, going in a partner can be great sometimes, but also, you know, it can, it can hold you back at times because oh, yeah. you have to consider <laughs> someone else's, you know, someone else's feelings and emotions towards something. And then, but when you go into yourself and you believe in yourself, you put, you invest in yourself. It's just like you, you call all the shots and you know, whether there are ups and downs, it's like, you know, you, you depend on yourself and, yeah, bro. I was like, I kind of just fell in love with it, and I don't regret it. So you said like this is now going on two two years. Yeah. So I started January of twenty twenty one. So come okay. January twenty twenty three, it'll be able to mark two years. I officially got my LLC around. I want to say June of 2021 Mm, and then, yeah. So like that, between like that time there, like, were you seeing like a real, like, I mean, obviously like food and stuff like that, like clearly like Mm. everybody loves food and stuff like that, but like, were you just seeing like a real, like high demand for like food between that time before you, like when you started in between like that time of when you like established like your LLC? I wouldn't say necessarily a high demand, but I would say that there was something missing, especially in my community. 
Um, I, I live in Lawrence. I wasn't born here, but I was raised here. Um, and it's a highly Hispanic community. You know, there's a lot of Dominican people and I'm Haitian. So I come from a Haitian background and there are, there are no Haitian restaurants, you know, for miles of here until you go deeper into like Boston, the Boston area, the greater Boston area. And so I felt like that was missing, especially around here in the surrounding areas. So I felt like I could be the one to just introduce that culture to the community. And once I did, people started to, you know, actually accept it and respond very well to it. And so it's just like, that literally I felt like that was just a missing link that needed to just be brought within the city. And like I said, I, I felt like I was just the person to do it. Word. So let's talk about like how, so actually what, what advice do you give to those maybe say like aspiring, like uh, young chefs or so, or like the ones who are just like, they, they enjoy the cooking, but like, they're just kind of, um say just you know just like a little stubborn and just kind of like a little like anxious about really kind of like getting themselves like out there to you know building a name and building a brand with in the cooking industry like what gems do you give to those who are just like afraid to start um honestly if you're afraid to start just start like um honestly that's really all it takes um I was actually listening, there was a the podcast I was listening to not too long ago. It says, even when you're afraid, just start, like start afraid. You don't have to build a certain confidence and to feel like you need to, you need to start, just start boldly afraid. You know what I'm saying? Like always want to learn. Just nobody, if there's nothing stopping, only thing stopping you is yourself. So it's just like, why not just take that chance on you? Uh, always continue to learn. Um, you're going to learn as you go. So don't feel like you need to know everything right away just in order to get started. Because once you feel like once you feel like you need to you need to learn and do this before you get started, then there's something that's always going to kind of keep you back in a way because you're never going to feel like you're ready. And I feel like nobody's ever really ready. You know what I'm saying? It's just right. like, yep. yeah. They just, they just end up taking a chance on themselves and, you know, it's like you figure it out along as you go. Like, that's exactly what I did. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I have no business experience. I have, I had a community, um, customer service experience from like jobs that I've had, you know, I've had, you know, some hospitality experience, but as far as, you know, direct, um, customer to like uh business relations like i didn't know how to deal with that so i'm still learning to this day you know i'm not afraid to ask others for advice some people that are already in the business established um i would also recommend going and possibly getting a job at a restaurant i worked at a restaurant for a few months um that's when just realized i just it wasn't the right fit for me but that's uh, still an environment where I learned um, some skills. I learned some techniques that I was able to take back to my own business and still improved. So there's, you just take uh, little things along the way and it's just going to build up your business as a whole, build up your character and um, your just business IQ. So that's pretty much it. It's just like, just get started. Don't be afraid. Even if you are afraid, get started anyways, because Shit, when you fail, you learn.
There's your gem, people. There's your gem right there. Just start. Don't wait. Just start. All right. So now I want to talk about like what, like what, what's kind of what kind of falls under like the black blacks kitchen. Like I see like private chef, and you also do like catering and stuff like that. So like, and then I see you also do like these, you know, like these like weekly like, um, mm-hmm. you know, like Wing Wednesdays and. I think I see mm-hmm. like something else during the week, but like, um, how, what, I guess I'll remember words correctly. What is like, how many, how many times has anybody like ever like requested, like how, how many, actually, let me, let me start with this first. How many like private events have you like done so far? Like catering events, like have you catered like a lot of like events or so? Um, I've catered a good amount. Um, obviously I would love to cater more, but those that reach out, um, uh, I always come through. So I probably in total, um, I've done probably like five private events. Um, I actually have one coming up on December 29th. Um, but also the first one I did, it was before I actually even had my LLC. Uh, one of my uh, friends from Salem State, you probably know him, Alejandro uh, Martinez. Uh, yes, uh, he's a dude that believed in me from the get-go. I remember we even had this conversation of how I wanted to cook uh, back in college uh, when I first met him. He was actually my RA freshman year. And then we just developed a strong bond and relationship over the, over the years. And so he gave me my first opportunity. Um, he had, he was just hosting some friends at his house and he was just like, yo, just come through. Um, going to ask people what they want and then you cook it. And, you know, he paid me for that. And that was one of the best experiences that I had because, you know, just knowing that someone close to me actually believes in my dreams and, you know, without hesitation was willing to put his trust in me. Um, and, you know, I was able to, you know, just kind of come through for him it was amazing. So that was my first experience. Um, and then after that, um, I started getting some more clientele here and there through social media. Um, I did a private event for a family, uh, birthday party, uh, a wife, um, her husband hired me to cook and prepare meals for, for them and their kids. Uh, that was great. I've prepared, you know, um, uh, like bigger parties for like, you know, 50 people. Uh, I've, you know, prepared small things here and there. Um, I've done, I've done actually in the summertime, I did a music festival, which is great. It was, um, I was a vendor for the, one of the first um, music festivals around here in the area uh, up in Lawrence. It was called the Emotions uh, Festival, Emotions Music Festival. And, you know, that was a great opportunity. I was able to reach a lot of people through that. Um, and as far as the plates goes, I feel like that is my kind of marketing tool to get um, my name out there for people that don't know me or people that just want to try anything I have to offer. You know, like not, I obviously know not everybody uh, can always afford like a private dinner or they want to cater, but they still want to support and try the food. So I'm like, here you go. Here's a $20 plate. You know, you can try and see what I have to offer. And if in the future you are looking for someone to cater an event you're looking for a chef the first person that comes to mind is oh shit there's chef black i've tried his food his food is great <laughs> let me hit him up and you know and see see what's up 
with a larger party. So that's kind of um, where I fall under. It's not necessarily like I have, I guess my specific niche is Caribbean cuisine. However, I, I know how to cook anything. You ask me to cook something, even if I don't know how to cook it, I'm going to learn how to cook it and I'm going to put my own spin to it. Mm. And I'm going to deliver every time. And that's just how confident I am in my skills. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, yeah, it's just it's something I, I just love to do it, man. This is it's awesome. <laughs> Anytime I get to cook for somebody, I'm just like, let's go. Let's do it. How can I help you? It, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, bro. So I want to before we kind of quickly touch on like the 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 wings because um, I, mm. I love those to death, man. I love those. But I first want to ask like Appreciate how that. like your first have you ever like pre- like prepared like for like a catering gig like you prepare something like obviously like you're clearly confident in like what you make but have you mm. ever just kind of like thought about like all right if I make this dish and like it just somebody who's just like not gonna be like a fan of it like have you ever had that like have you, have, have you had thoughts about like that or so um like that ran through your mind like anytime anytime you do like these like catering events slightly but i'll be honest bro like not to sound like cocky or arrogant but i'm great at what i do and i'm fully confident in what i do so those thoughts don't necessarily run through my mind. Maybe slightly if there's something new that I've never done before that somebody wants me to do, I'll be, you know, slightly nervous or weary about it. But at the same time, I'm still like, I'm, I got this. Like, even if it's something new, mm-hmm. I have full confidence in myself. Like, I got this. Because it's not like I'm just preparing something and then I'm just, you know, throwing it out to the wild. Like, no, I'm tasting things as long as I go. I'm just like, okay, if I'm going to like this, will somebody else like this? Yeah, we all have different uh, palates, but at the same time, I feel like I have a strong palate where I'm able to know to differentiate what's good and what's not good. So for the most part, I don't really have those thoughts. Hey, okay. So now these beloved wings of yours, man. So. Mm-hmm. Are all of these, like, sauces that you, like, name, like, these, every single one of, like, these flavors, like, these are, like, your specific own, like, flavors, like, like you made, like, you whip these flavors together? Uh, some of them, yeah. Uh, some of them I, I'll buy from a store, um, like, basic buffalo. I've made my own buffalo sauce before, which was pretty good, but um, if I'm, like, if I'm under like a certain, you know, time and I don't have time to do to prepare it, then I'll go out in the store and get it. Um, but for the most part, like I have this um this one that's pretty popular. Uh, I call them woo wings because they're blueberry. Um, it's a blueberry barbecue glaze, and you know people love that. So that's one specialty that I prepare on my own because you're not really gonna find that anywhere else. Ooh, wings. Okay, I was like, yeah. I was just, I was looking at. I was just like, ooh, wings. I'm like, yeah. What is, what is that? Like, that's kind of different. Like, I never yeah, heard about no woo and blue and a blueberry like flavored barbecue. I'm just like, yeah, Yo. bro. It's <laughs> it's great. Kind of different. Like, I never heard that before. Yeah, bro. It was one of the first flavors that I like came up with, and it was it was a phenomenal. It was a big hit every time. 
and uh, so I gotta make sure that next time you, you do these, I get there. I gotta make sure I get those the next time. But yeah, now nah, let's see your flavors, bro. Like these flavors here are dope. Like a lemon pepper. Like I'm assuming I'm assuming a lemon pepper dry rub. That's like your your special touch on lemon pepper because I think lemon pepper is yeah be like top like top three flavors in like all chicken wings like flavor. I think I think it's just top flavor period. But I'm sure you probably got like your spin on a lemon pepper. Yeah, honestly, how that came about, um, I used just like a. Before I actually made my own, I just uh, used a regular one that I bought in store. But I felt like it was too salty. And then someone actually uh, told me, someone that purchased told me that it was too salty. And I was just like, you know what? They're right. Let's see if I can, if I can fix that. And so I, you know, had a few um, trial runs put some different spices together um, with the lemon pepper being the base. And then I found one that I really liked and then people enjoyed. And so that's the one I stuck to. And so like that lemon pepper is my own rendition. So it's not just a basic lemon pepper. There's a whole bunch of different spices that are in there. Mm. Yeah, that's another one that I got to, I definitely got to get from you as well. Also, I never heard, let's see, I think of, Honey Sriracha, I feel like I've definitely heard of that before. Um, mm. Maple Barbecue, that was, like, it sounds very simple, but it's, I don't think there's one that, I don't think I've ever tasted that, the Maple Barbecue. Yeah, that one is actually, so how I mentioned, um, I worked at a restaurant, and, you know, there are certain things that I took from that restaurant and put into my business. That was actually one of them. They had a Maple Barbecue uh, sauce for the wings, and it was great. And so... Once I started doing wings myself, I'm just like, most people, I feel like they don't have this flavor. They're, that was the only restaurant that I knew around yeah, here that had that flavor. So I was just like, so I had to snag that. I, I took that. You know, it's like, <laughs> it was funny because as a, as a, I was a line cook. And so as a line cook, they give you like, um, what was it? Just like, a whole bunch of printed out papers of the recipes that they do. And so like I took that shit, I brought it home with me and I looked through it. I'm just like, oh, I can do that. That's solid. And you know, it's like, I looked at the recipes and like I said, I made it my own and then shit it was off from there. Mm. Yeah, man, honestly, these flavors are top notch. So if y'all not hit Black's Kitchen, man, make sure y'all go check them out. Lawrence, find them on, well, I'll let you talk about that when we get to the end. Um, so I have a segment on my podcast where it's called Game. It's uh, Gems About Me. So what I'll do is either ask you a question or a statement, and you just answer it or fill in the blank to the best of your ability, right? And I don't judge you for none of your answers. Whatever you want it to be is how you want to go about answering it. So first one is... My name is, and I am. My name is Darwin Joseph, AKA Chef Black. And I am, that's a good question. I am a Haitian American chef, uh, but I'm not only a chef. I don't want to put myself under just one umbrella. Uh, I feel like I got layers to myself, so I can't just say I'm just one thing. Um, 
I have multiple passions, multiple avenues. Um, I am I am a creator and I am a promoter of um, health and wellness. Hey, I'll take that. Uh, first thing I do in the morning is? Uh, brush my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's funny. Um, I had, uh, I had, um, uh, Dre say Andres, you know, Andres. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I had him, I had him on last, ep- last episode. I asked him the same thing. I said, um, I, I worded it as first thing, I, first thing you do when you open your eyes. And the first thing he said was, <laughs> he got up and bro, she said the same exact thing. Like he, Cause you recognize like most people, like most people when I ask you, like they think, and I'm like looking for like a, like a routine or so. Like if you like meditate or like mm. like read or you like stretch or something. Like I think he was. That's what most people think. Like when I probably like ask this, but he was mm-hmm. just like, yeah, no, nah, I just get up, I brush my teeth, man. Like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, bro, basic stuff, bro. I brush my teeth, <laughs> and after that, bro, I, I have my conversation with the with the Most High, and then I get on with my day, bro. But. Bro, that waking up with that hot breath, man, I can't do it, bro. It's just tough, bro. <laughs> nah, bro, I can't. <laughs> All right, so early bird or night owl? Early bird. Mm. To cope with stress, I. Mm, I go to the gym. All right, little curveball here. Um, Top three things you look for in your dream spouse or current spouse, if you have one. Um, support um, in all aspects, uh, whether it's, you know, um, my profession, my career, uh, whether in, in terms of family. Um, support is a big one. Um, another one would be someone I can, you know, just come and talk to, uh, someone that can just, you know, who wants to know like how my day is going genuinely wants to generally wants to know about my interests, you know, just kind of what's going on in my head. Um, I'm a quiet person for the most part, so I won't just come out and, you know, just talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Introverted as hell, bro. So it's just like. I'm not going to just come out and talk to you. I literally just need that person to ask me. And then once you ask me, I'm just like, oh, I bet. And then things just start flowing. Come like an open book. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You can't get me to shut up. But then, um, and then third. I think third is a new one. Uh, It's um, someone who... Um, I can be, I could have a spiritual relationship with, um, you know, physical relationships you can find anywhere, but someone who can, um, not only just like teach me, but also just like, um, you know, just have me open to different perspectives and, um, experiences in terms of, you know, spirituality and, you know, becoming closer with, uh, with God, um, you know, uh, that's the, so yeah, those would be my, uh, my top three. 
right. Like that last one. Um, now, favorite dish you've prepared so far? It's funny. I actually get that question a lot. They'd be like, oh, yo, what's your favorite dish? What's your best dish? Um, I'll say one of my my best and or favorite dishes is oxtail. Just making oxtail is just like every time I just make that, I bite into that, bro. It's just like. <laughs> it slaps every time. Yeah, I gotta uh, bro, it's just like, oh, my God. It's not one moment where I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. It's my, it's my jam. Oh, man. Yeah, no, nah, I definitely got to give it. I got to get some of that. Um, last one. Um, Black's Kitchen will be. Ooh, Black's Kitchen will be well known. Black's Kitchen will be well known amongst, um, not even just my community, uh, but nationwide, you know. In terms of, in terms of flavor, in terms of hospitality, I want that um, Chick Fil A customer service uh, representation without the negative connotation behind Chick Fil A. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want people to hear to be. I want Black's Kitchen to be a household name. You know, I want them to, once they hear that, they know that they're going to get quality food no matter what state or city that they're in. Um, and I don't even want to keep it just nationwide. One of my biggest dreams is actually taking Black's Kitchen and bringing it to the Caribbean, you know, and back to Haiti, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, where yeah. my people are from. Right you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, that's, that's what I dream. Of, and that's what I envision of Black's Kitchen of being. Absolutely. That's why, that's why I started throwing that question in there. Because I'm like, from now on, I want everybody to manifest what they want to happen with their with their brands and their businesses. Absolutely. Um, so, throughout this journey so far, like, what have you learned about yourself? And what are you currently still working through like what are you still learning as you're you know looking to build a bigger and like greater nationwide worldwide brand um one thing i learned about myself is how to be more patient um just knowing that things take time and things are not going to happen overnight no matter how much you know social media tries to fool people in thinking that like um, instant gratification is like a thing, just learning to be more patient with myself and, you know, just not only with myself, but just like, you know, with the people around me, um, learning that not everybody is always going to support you uh, the way you envision them to, they might support you in a different way, but um, never try to I guess just think negatively. Just always remember that, you know, things are going to happen as long as the work is put in. And, you know, uh, you're not just like sitting around and waiting for things to happen. They're going to happen when you make them happen. 
And then, like, what, like, currently, right now, are you learning about, like, yourself, like, as right now? Um, I think what I'm learning about myself is... Or, like, I guess I get worried also, like, how have you also, like, recognized, like, how... How, how how have you recognized like your your growth like what have you how, how have you realized like your growth from like right now like each day like what are you learning about like, yourself now like every time you step in the kitchen like what what are you learning like what's something new about that you learn about yourself every time you step in the kitchen um good questions actually um something new I feel like there's just always room for improvement, to be honest. Like, I feel like there, I don't know everything and I'm never going to claim that I know everything. Um, I will forever want to be a student and will forever want to learn. Um, and I teach myself sometimes that like, even when I make mistakes that I can, I can come back from them. You know, mistakes aren't final, especially like in the kitchen where people think like, oh, I messed this dish up. Uh, there's no coming back from it. Sometimes you just gotta take a breath, step back, really think about it. And then just, cause the way I see it, food is a science. So there's always uh, a reaction to every action. Um, or however that thing goes. Um, so it's like, whatever you do, you can always fix it and come back to it, come back from it. Like, for example, like if you oversalt a dish, you know, what's the opposite of salty, you know, sweet, balance it out. There's always a balance, something um, always, there's always a balance to everything. So you're always going to be able to kind of bounce back from no matter no matter what it is, you know, even if it's just not food itself, it's just like, when it comes to life, like nothing is final. There's always a way to kind of uh, fix it or just balance it out, if that makes sense. Gotcha. Um, have, are, so have, are there like many dishes that you've like, it's just like, damn, I just put too much pepper in yeah. or damn, I might've- Do that shit like, all the time. Ah, <laughs> like, this is too, this is too watery or like, this is too dry. Like, how many? Like, have you mm -hmm. had like many dishes that you've done that? Like, yeah, honestly, it's just like, especially when I do something new. Like, everything's a learning process. I recently started uh, cooking like vegan food because I have a cousin that's yeah. vegan, and so whenever I, um, I need to prepare a meal or like you know for like family events because he wants to. Obviously, he's gonna eat, and he's not gonna eat everything that everybody else eats. Um, I have to learn how to, you know, cook with vegan food because I'm not used to it. I got to find out what the balances are, you know, like, because the one thing I learned, like, vegan cheese doesn't melt, you know, it doesn't melt well. So it's just like you have to kind of, like, find substitutes and find a way to, like, you know, make vegan mac and cheese where you can get that nice melt and that stretch in that pole and you won't even notice that it's, that it's vegan. So... You know, there are a few dishes where, like, I'll 
you know, probably over salt or I think this is enough. I'll add too much uh, citrus in one dish and then I have to go and figure out how to balance it out. Like, because there's been times where it's the first time I did something, like I put too much citrus in it. I'm just like, damn, how do I balance out the citrus? And then, you know, if I go back into like my Rolodex of dishes and meals and I was like, I, I find the balance, boom, I figured it out. And now it's forever ingrained in my brain. So if, in case that thing happens again, I could just, you know, flip back to the memory where I did it and then fix it immediately. Oh, all right. So have, have you ever had gotten like offers to be like somebody's like private chef like is somebody been like yo i'll pay you if you just become like my private chef for like a week or, or would you ever like entertain like something like that like if they said they were like yo i seen your work i would love to have you like be my private chef for just however long or like a contract or something like that and they're like um you know, I'll have you probably like move in, like, and you can have like a room and board here. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll pay you as long as you just do the cooking. Like, would you entertain something like that? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Shit, the money's right. I don't see why not. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> hell yeah, like, you know, if everything's pretty much provided and all I gotta do is cook when you need, uh, when you need a meal, I have no issue with that. Mm, okay. Um... So what now, say it was just like one where you kind of have to travel to the person's house. Now, I'm assuming that's going to probably be like a little different, you know, probably like, you know, money wise, because now we're talking about, you know, you coming from wherever that, you know, where you are and, you know, gas and mileage and all that. So I'm sure that's going to mm -hmm. you know, play a part in how much too. So that is that something too you would also? Yeah, for sure. Honestly, bro, there's not... I don't really see a scenario where, you know, I wouldn't, you know, do in terms of like cooking for someone privately. Um, I have no issue with that with traveling. Like I said, um, if the money isn't an issue and they can afford my prices and it's, you know, then I'm all for it. You know, I love doing it, having a different experience. Um, my first, ex one of my first experiences actually, um, wasn't even my client there was uh, a local chef that i reached out i connected with here he was already established and you know he already had his list of clients and he was actually on his way transitioning from private chef to more so doing um another business that involved meal preps um one of my first experiences was with him and we traveled out to somewhere in new hampshire um yeah, somewhere in New Hampshire, and we was cooking for a family. Uh, and I think he mentioned it was probably the family that, like, like owned Market Basket or something like that. Um, and, yeah, he picked me up. We drove, like, probably, what, maybe, like, 45 minutes away from my house. And then we cooked for them. I presented the food. They enjoyed it. And then we left. And, you know, he paid me. He did my thing. And it was a great experience. It was it was truly amazing. So, you know, I've I always envision myself doing things like that. You know, I'm not just like a caterer, like, oh, I only want the big events. Like, no, I love the small, intimate um, events. You know, if you want if people want like a Valentine's dinner for their wife, you know, stuff like that, you know, something romantic or whatever, what have you. Like, I'm I'm down for that, you know, like 
that was all just more connections being made to be honest absolutely Ooh, I like that definitely got to keep you in mind for sure all right yeah bro <laughs> so uh we're gonna end off um this has been a great conversation man honestly um so I just want to like end off with you providing a gem for the audience, and then I want you to provide a gem that you personally live by. Um, yeah. So something, yeah. So something for the something for the people, and then something that you personally, you know, you walk with every day. Um, something for the people. Uh. Shit, no matter where your life takes you, if you're scared, um, if you feel like there's, like, no hope, just always remember, like, there are people that truly support you and truly love you. Um, even if you think that, think the complete opposite, they might not show it the way you want it to be shown. Just know that there are people that are always going to love you and support you and that, no matter what you do, um, you can always go to them and ask them for help or advice. Um, that's one thing I had to learn um, myself. You know, I always had like a loving family, but also I there was a point in time where I just put like too much like trust and faith in like friends, you know, on outside, and then you know that kind of just like backfired. And then that's when I really realized like. The people that truly love me are the ones in my household, the ones in my family, you know, the people that are always going to show up for me time and time again. And so it's just like, even if you feel like you're alone sometimes and like your family doesn't like support you and love you, just know that I'm sure if you come to them and you can just you talk to them and you're honest with them, they'll, they'll surprise you. And then what's your gem that you personally like walk with like every day, like a gem that you heard and you're just like every morning, every day, every time you're in the kitchen, it just, it clicks. Like you can repeat it back to somebody. Um, I think it's probably something short, but it's just like, it's just keep going. No matter if you don't know necessarily you know what your path is, um, you're unsure of you know where to go. Just just keep going, just mm. push through because there's going to be a point in time where someone is going to recognize the work that you're putting in, and then they're truly going to you know support you. Um, and that that reminds me, it's like my all-time favorite poem. Um, even since I was a kid and I never knew why I it was my favorite poem when I was a kid, but until well, I realized when I grew older, but it was yeah. the road less traveled, the road less traveled by uh, Robert Frost. Oh yeah. So, you know, he talks about two roads diverged in the yellow wood and I, I took the road less traveled by, and then that has made all the difference. Um, so that I feel like is something that's always going to stick with me for the rest of my life is, you know, taking the road less traveled. Uh, it's so easy to want to follow somebody else and, you know, and not think for yourself and, you know, follow their path, then build your own path. But 
what's going to be better for you ultimately at the end of the day is just following your own path um don't follow the crowd even if shit looks fun over there if you got work to do stay stay in your own direction stay in your own lane and you know don't be afraid to miss out on events you know don't be afraid to not go to that party just because you know you know you have work to do you know you got work to get done and you know you have responsibilities to take care of because at the end of the day ultimately that's all going to pay off exactly exactly love that bro all right um do you want to just like drop your socials um so that way people can contact you find you so they can get some of them delicious dishes you'll be serving every week no, you just drop your socials off, drop your info off so people can find you. Yes, yes. So on Instagram, I am chef underscore black with two C's. That's C-H-E-F underscore B-A-B-L-A-C-C. Just chef underscore black on Instagram. Um, same thing on TikTok as well. I wish uh, my TikTok blew up like the other ones, but, you know, we started <laughs> somewhere. So but that's where I am on, you know, it. Exactly, it's coming soon. Um, on Facebook is Darwin Joseph, D A R W Y N Joseph, J O S E P H. Um, and then you know, I post you know quite frequently, quite regularly. So if y'all can, you know, support me if you can, I'd appreciate it. There you have it. All right, people, stay blessed, stay gemmed up.